It's the Comedy and Mushroom Cult Podcast. Uh, we took a couple week vacation. Uh, for those of you who don't speak um, Napoleonic French, uh, that's vacation. Um, I don't know if this Napoleonic French or not. Um, I've just been learning a shitload about uh, Napoleon here lately. Um, because, I, you know, I'm in my fucking... I should be a dad phase, learning all about history, um, being 33. It happens to everybody, I think. You, like, hit a certain point, and you're like, why is the world uh, why the world is? And, you know, you know, you don't really get... That was me turning on the camera, because I forgot, because uh. I'm a professional. Uh, if you want to see Pete Wentz, this might be up on... Uh, on YouTube eventually, and he's just, like, being cute as fuck in the, on the corner of the couch. I'm sure he'll get annoyed eventually, but, uh, but no, you just, like, figure out that, like, you want to learn more about the world, and, like, I don't know, people bitch about what's going on now and don't realize that it's happened a bunch of times before, and, um, people handled it in way cooler ways than bitching about it on Instagram, or on Facebook, Twitter, or Threads, uh, is the new one, um, but I don't know. It sounds like if you put enough threads together, you'll get a rope and you can hang yourself with it. That's what threads is for. But um, <laughs> we'll get to that. I don't know why. Uh, I've been thinking about that quite a bit. Not like in a I'm going to do it way, but just like the whole idea around it and how you get there and um, how to talk people out of it. or and Just like the funny situation, you know? Um, but uh, yeah, been learning a lot about fucking napoleonic era french uh mostly there's a movie coming out uh with uh what's his nuts with the hair lip uh joaquin phoenix uh he is gonna be napoleon napoleon bonaparte is his original name because he was born in corsica uh then wanted to become more french after getting uh getting blackballed in some in some corsican uh politics in politique, uh, and dropped the Tay, and just became Napoleon Bonaparte, the guy that you all think is short, but he was like a normal-sized dude, but whatever, uh, revolutionized, uh, France, and the French stuff, and, um, a bunch of things that happened, but no, like, the French were fucking badass, like, they were the best, uh, they didn't like some shit going down, so what they did is literally, they called it the terror, you know how we're arguing between whether it's a protest or whether it is uh, a riot? Um, they just called it the terror. Like, everybody involved uh, was like, yeah, this is fucked up. And we're, of course, talking about, like, the guillotine. Uh, there was one of them. And they would just, like, round up anybody who they thought was uh, a royalist, uh, anybody who was going to stay loyal to the king, and they fucking chopped their heads off. How cool is that? One of the coolest parts about it, though, is, like, you can tell that, like, rich people will always have it differently. But, like, while they were waiting to get their heads <laughs> knocked off by uh, a bunch of dudes and, like, a blade, uh, they still got to, like, live in jail with their family. Like, they just got to, like, kick it. Like, so much so that, like, marriages were saved before the husband got his head knocked off. Which is hilarious. It's like, yeah, they got married, but he was always on diplomatic missions, and she was more of just like a wife as a figurehead. But then they got locked up, and they really worked it out, and it was good for both of them. <laughs> and then they cut his fucking head off. 
And you know, that's kind of cool. Like, people are cementing their hands to the ground uh, for protests or, like, destroying great pieces of art when literally we know exactly who we need to get. And then you just cut their heads off and it was legal. Um, but I don't know. Different times. Not so different times, really. Like, because they were talking about, like, the wage gap and how fucking important, like, religion was to the state and how many problems they thought that that was. And uh, how, like, one or two or three people just had all the land and had all the... Like, there was no such thing as property uh, in France before uh, Napoleon kind of came around. Uh, because, like, the king owned everything, and then you had, like, the landowners, quote-unquote, or, like, the feudal lords who, like, let the peasants cultivate on there, but, like, then they had to, like, pay them taxes and everything. So, like, everything was owned by the king, who they thought was, like, God. And then they just, like, straight up, like, fucking killed Louis the Sixteenth, Like, he was a god, and they just, like, chopped his head off. That rules! Like, people, like, I don't know. People were awfully sad about Donald Trump, but not even, like, one person tried. <laughs> like, I re like, I remember someone loosely tried, I mean, somebody tried to throw a shoe at George W. Bush. They also had to, like, somebody threw shit at his bus in my hometown when he came. I feel like Obama was threatened quite a few times, but nobody, like, I don't think anybody really tried. Like, we know what gets it done, and we just, you know, we don't. That's okay. Um, hot start. Shout out to Napoleon and the French. Uh, you guys killed it for a while, and then you didn't, and you kind of fucked it up for a while. But now, like, they, the French fucking rip now. Like, they're pissed about, like, a teenager got shot by the cops, and France has, like, been on a protest since. Like, they, like, we're bitching, or some people complain when, like, people block highways, and they're like, people should just run them over. Well, the French, they've been doing this shit for hundreds of years. So they're like, fuck you. Uh, we're just going to build a wall in the middle of the goddamn road. They are the best. I understand that, like, we had to, like, save them in World War II. And, like, the British had to do it too. But I don't know. That was almost 100 years ago. And I think we need to kind of just, like, get over it and realize how fucking cool the French are. Um, they smoke cigarettes. They eat nothing but carbs. They drink nothing but fresh dairy. They drink wine all the goddamn time and still live to a thousand. Like, so much so that they call it, like, the French... I don't know. It's, like, some sort of, like, French correlation or some shit like that. Like, uh, the scientific thing where they said that drinking a glass of wine a night was good for your heart. Uh, they found that that's not true. It's just, like, for whatever reason, French people, it, it works for them. So, maybe they're genetically superior, they have a silly language, um, they do silly things, they did get taken over by the Nazis real quick, but I mean, all in all, they seem pretty cool. The Eiffel Tower seems neat, um, but I've been super into history. Like, there's a bunch of history shit coming out this year. Like, Oppenheimer comes out this week, uh, and it's maybe the most excited I've been for a movie in a long time, because it really just blends every single thing I love together. Um, it's got Christopher Nolan. It's got fucking Matt Damon in it. Uh, Robert Downey. Like, everybody's in this goddamn movie, and it's about, like, the building of the atomic bomb. One of the biggest conspiracies of all time. 
literally like I listened to a six week podcast about it and it was like six weeks of an hour and a half, two hour episode. So I've listened to like 10 to 12 hours about the building of the atomic bomb then have been watching like history channel documentaries about it on YouTube. And it's, it's gotten to, it's gotten weird about how much I care about fucking history. And I'm not, it's been entertaining. I'm like learning stuff, but it's not like any of it's useful. Who am I going to talk to about it? Like some other fucking nerd that I don't like some, the only people who would be interested in the shit that I'm interested in are people that I would never want to talk to. That's the, that's the weirdest part about being me. It's like, I'm learning all of this shit. And then I like info dump on Ashley. And then she's like, who, like, I don't care. And she doesn't say she doesn't care, but like we took a four hour (laughs) car ride up to Minneapolis last weekend. And the whole time on the way up there, it was fucking Napoleon podcast. And it wasn't even a conversation. It was like, yo, we're listening to Napoleon podcast for four hours and you're just going to have to live with it. And sorry, but that's just kind of what it, that's what it's got to be. We got to learn about all the, we can about Napoleon. This podcast started five years ago and I'm almost halfway through it. Like it's, it's an incredible podcast. You should listen to it. Uh, it's called the age of Napoleon. The guy does a pretty, like, the first, I don't know, 10 episodes, he's got to figure out, like, the sound levels and all that shit. But that's normal podcast stuff. But the guy, like, fucking crushes it. And it's so good. It's so interesting. Like, he's so good at talking about Napoleon. They brought in, like, some guy, like, Hiroshio, Hiroshio, Hiroshima, Horatio Nelson, I believe his name was. He was, like, a fucking British admiral guy who's, like, super famous. Uh, They brought him in. I'm like, this guy is not even interesting. He didn't even take over large swaths of Europe. Why are we talking about this guy? Yeah, he won some battles, but like he he loved the monarchy. What a fucking dork. Napoleon was like, I'm going to help overthrow an entire country and then I don't know take over parts of Europe. That's awesome. Um but no. Took a couple weeks off. Been hitting like a creative wall, and I think what it really was is I was being a little uh lazy and a little loose with some stuff. Um, I let, like, it's one of those, like, big accomplishment hangover things. Uh, I actually, probably right after I recorded the last episode you guys heard, um, got an email asking if I wanted to feature, not host, but feature at the, uh, improv in Milwaukee here. Um, I hosted an amateur night, uh, then, like, then I go there when I can, um, but I'm not, like, there. I'm not, like, palling around with everybody. And, I like, I get along with everybody there. Like, everybody on the staff likes me. Uh, the general manager is cool. Like, we say hello. The sound people are great. All the, the wait staff is cool. Um, but I wasn't expecting an email out of the blue to feature that weekend. Um, and I did it. And it fucking ripped. And I did a good job. Um, I mean... We'll say 75, I, 75% of the nights, we did a great job. The first night, Thursday night, was a little tight because you're nervous. It's like a big step at like the biggest uh, comedy chain like historically ever, maybe. Like Zany's was like, that was a big one for me. Like I didn't get a, a weekend, but like performing there and getting paid to perform there, uh, that was a big one for me. Um, hilarities, that was huge. Um, but that was like just a hosting weekend, but like featuring at an improv, um, that kind of like, that means something. And 
that just means that somebody's paying attention, somebody gets it, um, and you're doing pretty well. And Thursday was tight, but it was like, like I said, it was the first time. I know I can do it. I've done it a hundred times before, but like, it's a new spot. So you're like, I don't know. You want to do it. Friday and Saturday, just absolute bangers of shows. Just absolute crushing. Um, and like Thursday was good. It wasn't great, but it was good. And then Sunday, uh, just nobody liked it. There was a Sunday show. Um, it was, it's in Brookfield, which is like a suburb. Um, like, I don't know if you're in Northeast Ohio, it's like the Hudson of, uh, like Milwaukee area. Um, just kind of uppity, kind of like, I don't know, just like a lot of white people. And people came in from Milwaukee, too, so that was fun, but, like, went out on a Sunday afternoon and just, like, spewed my bullshit, and people just were not having it. Like, there were pockets, and afterwards, like, these ladies came up, uh, and it was, like, a nice, diverse group of women uh, who came up and were like, hey, just want to let you know we absolutely loved what you were doing up there, um, especially since everybody around us uh, absolutely hated it and did not like it. That added to the whole uh, thing. So, like, that's not exactly what I'm going for. I would love it if people laughed more. Um, and they were even like, after a while, we felt bad for laughing so loudly because we thought that you would, like, think we were making fun of you. And fine, like, that's how, that's how the set went. If we're going to be real with it, like, most people just did not like my shit. Um, but there was, like, the right people came up to me afterwards and said they liked it. And it was like, all right, that's what we do it for is those people... Uh, we're not doing it for all of like the middle class white people in the suburbs, which would be great if they liked it because that's who's got like all the money in this country. So like, it'd be great if they threw money at me, but if I can get uh, a diverse swath of people being smart, uh, and enjoying my bullshit, that's kind of what we're going for. And that'd be fun. That's good for everything. Um, but then you just kind of hit that, like, all right, now I'm supposed to go back to fucking like empty bars and karaoke bars and like open mic bullshit and like I know that that's how you build it and blah 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 but like it's still like one of those like you do something really cool and you're like all right well back to work and that's kind of the frame that I'm putting on it is um like I finally like I hit a, a milestone um this seems to be kind of the level that like everybody's decided that I'm good at um which is great because it's like one of those like I've been this I've been this good for a little bit um so much so that I'm annoyed that I'm not better by now but I'm like still good but it's nice that like even even if I'm not as good as I think I should be right now um people think I'm good enough to do uh their thing so that's super cool and that was a super fun thing but then I just kind of like hit a rut like I haven't like written a good joke um I know I'm going to bomb my way all the way through the rest of July except for real shows like we're going to like we're rocking real hard on real shows, um, and we're gonna try it, Mike's, like, I've got a bunch of ideas now, like, um, I took a couple weeks off of this, took all of last week off of stand-up, didn't even try, like, I tried one day to go, and then just, like, locked Ashley out of the house on accident, so I had to turn back around, um, and then come back home, and I was like, do you know what, the universe is telling me I'm not supposed to go, we're just gonna call it a week and say fuck it, um, then, uh, we went out of town. We had a Fall Out Boy concert on Thursday, uh, which was fun. Um, we actually stayed in Hudson, Wisconsin, so maybe that's why Hudson's on my mind. But um, right across from Minneapolis, 
um, which Minneapolis is a super cool city, super fun. Um, I've been there once before last year, uh, did a couple days there, um, did a set, did some other stupid shit. Um, but it's like a cool town to hang around, uh, wildly progressive for what you would think a state or a, a city up that far north would be, but um it's every once in a while you got to remind yourself that not everywhere is milwaukee and not everything's wisconsin uh where they're like dead set on it being 1996 all over again um but it was nice it was cool um follow-up boy concert the opening bands ripped uh then it like a huge rainstorm came in and they were like thinking about canceling it and then they didn't cancel it so then everybody had to rush back in um then follow-up boy played like a shortened set but it was good it was like one of those cool, like, got to see some of my favorite songs by them. Um, actually got to, like, see them live for the first time. Um, and it was a cool situation. Like, it was a rained-out show, but then they did it. We got to, like, get up closer. Um, and it was, like, a really cool moment of just, like, a bunch of people who are in their, like, early to mid-30s. Um, all dressed in black, all there for fucking pop punk music. Um, just hundreds, thousands of people, um, together who are just like there for like the thing that they love. And it was super cool. Like everybody was cool. Everything was fun. I ended up getting a free hat, uh, because somebody dropped theirs. Um, so I have that. It's in my car. It smells weird. Did it stop me from wearing it that night? Absolutely not. Um, one in Rome, you know? Or when in Somerset, Wisconsin, you uh, you wear free merch that would have cost you $35 that you fought, you found on the ground. Um, because fuck it, right? It rained. It might rain again. You got to keep your, you know, whatever. Um, then Friday went to this banger coffee spot called uh, Ember and Bean, I believe. Just a cool old schooly like they serve coffee drinks, espresso drinks, stuff like that, and then bakery. No other food. You get your good ass drink. You sit there. You eat your bakery. You have a conversation. Then uh, went into Minneapolis. Um, went to the Walker Art Museum. I think it's called. Um, and this is the fun. Another fun dichotomy of me of like. The only people who would be interested in the things I'm interested in are people I don't want to talk to. And also, like, I will spend all morning looking at uh, just protest art. Like, weird, wacky, like, this guy's whole thing was, like, he just makes, like, protest art. He made, like, a whole huge installation uh, against Trump in 2016 or 2017. Um, And it was, like, just, like, this giant, like, he got super into, like fuck Donald Trump kind of side of it and fuck capitalism and and all of that good shit and then there were a bunch of like sculptures and everything but after we walked like we walked through like some fucking like new wave protest art bullshit then I decided then I was like yo let's go to the mall of America uh because I haven't been there yet and we're hungry so we know that there's food there and if we don't like it we can always leave and then because we're gonna go to another park and look at some waterfalls which like art and waterfalls that's like my shit but I was like hey it's 90 degrees out we're hungry let's go to the mall it's 15 minutes away and then the park is 15 minutes away from there uh if we don't like it at least we can eat get in get out whatever we can say we want when i tell you uh that 
you know, I'm not a religious person. I'm a spiritual person. Not that Daniel Tosh joke. Um, but, like, God is real. And the only way that I've been proven that God is real is uh, hanging out with him on mushrooms. Um, so there's that. And that the Mall of America is... It's it's a thing. The, the, there's only... America's doing fine. The Mall of America's still open. All of the stores in there are open. I don't know how. It's like its own, like, it's its own town. It's like a cruise ship that never leaves. There were people door-dashing things from inside the mall to other parts of the mall. That's, how, that's like, how big this fucking place is. Like, we decided, we got there at, like, maybe, like, 1, one thirty. We were like, yeah, we should probably leave by 4. Um, we left at, like, 3.30, Uh We spent, like, hours in this place. Like, I don't know the last time you've spent hours in a mall, but this was not even, like, a, oh, okay, like, now let's go spend time here. Like, it was that interesting. Like, we ate at this banger restaurant. I'm saying banger a lot today. Um, ate at this great restaurant um, in, the, in a mall. It was, like, a not like a five-star restaurant. Like it's like, I don't know. It's called Crave. I think I'm sure there's some around there. It was good. I had like a brie and chicken, apple flatbread thing, uh, sandwich thing. It was awesome. Um, in, in a mall, like you got that. I talked to the waitress real quick. Cause like I was just, I had so many questions about this fucking place and Ashley was not into Cause I wanted to know where this chick lived. Like I didn't know if there were like apartments in the mall that people lived in. Um, if there was like, if it was like a cruise ship where like the crew stays on there and like you sign up for like a month at a time, that's what you do. You like live there, you play there, you eat there. Um, because there's bars, there's restaurants, there's like, there's a fucking Walgreens in there, you can get your, uh, you can get your prescriptions, um, there's two, um, not Journeys, Spencer Gifts, there's two of them, I think only one of them's open, but like, the fact that there are two of them, um, is kind of wild, there's a movie theater, um, and that's just like normal mall stuff, right, except for the Walgreens, I've never seen like a fully active Walgreens in a mall, but they had a comedy club in there. Uh, they had fucking roller coasters, a Ferris wheel, a fucking log ride, like, with water and shit. Um, they had, like, tilt-a-whirls. Like, there was, like, a carnival inside of this mall. There was, like, a, a separate business had go-karts that you could ride around in there. They had bumper cars for kids. Like... The fact that anybody questions whether or not America is amazing, uh, go to the Mall of America and you will completely change your mind on everything. Like, everything's perfectly fine. The union is going to be great. As long as we have the Mall of... Like, when the Mall of America closes, that's when we'll know that this is really on the downslide. Donald Trump didn't kill it. Joe Biden's not killing it. Obama didn't kill it. Like, apparently, the sports teams used to play up there, and then they just were like, well, let's turn it into this giant mall. And it it worked, and it's amazing. Like, I just, we went up to the fourth floor. It's a four-story mall, and just, like, looked down, because that's where the comedy club was, and I wanted to be annoying and try to get, like, I was going to try to move for a guest spot at some point, but, like, the guy at the front desk just did not give a fuck. I was like, hey, man, uh, I'm a comedian from Milwaukee just in town for, like, the weekend, thought I would stop by, see what this place looked like, and since I'm here, like, figure, like, is there, like, a booking email? And he's like, just send me an email, I'll pass it to the right person if it's worth passing on. And I was like, alright, cool, you're not here for my shenanigans. 
Um, but like we're up on the fourth floor about to go down and it's just like you look down over just like capitalism. There's a fucking Lego statue, like a giant statue made out of Legos as an advertisement for the Lego store that's two or three stories tall in this mall. There's a sugar store. It's called It's Sugar. That's all it's called. And there's every kind of gummy in there. There's every kind, like, every kind of candy that you can think about. They fucking got it. Like, even the ones with, like, the scorpions and, like, the the little, like, fucking mealworms and shit in there. They've got it all. Candy cigarettes? I bought two packs of candy cigarettes. I thought I kicked the habit. But no. They got me back in. And I thought it was very funny, but the girl at the station, or at the thing, must hear it all the time. Because I, like... Bought, I brought two packs up there, and I was like, ooh, $3? The price just keeps going up on these things, which is a great cigarette line, and she just was not having it. But it didn't matter, because I don't care, because I was the happiest I've ever been. Like, I could not, I could not believe it. I am not being ironic in the slightest amount of how much I love the Mall of America. I absolutely, it's almost embarrassing how much I love this fucking place. It doesn't make sense. I don't get why. Like, it's almost everything that I hate about everything. Like, I should absolutely hate it. It's just pure, unadulterated capitalism. It's stores filled with shit that nobody needs. And it's just the biggest one of those ever. And it's, like, filled with, like, mall people. It's filled with, like, it's a just a giant site. But it's also, you can buy shit there. And it's, they sell their own merch. It's the best thing ever. I don't know how else to explain it. Um, so thank you, Minneapolis, for being having the Mall of America. Um, but yeah, I mean, and then we ended up going to see a park anyways the next day. Um, so it was like a nice little refresh. And especially like the art museum. Uh, again, Mall of America was amazing. It was like, it just completely... It gave me a refreshment on life that I didn't know that I needed, but, like, the art museum really was, like, a uh, a very eye-opening situation, just because I like making art that's maybe outside of, like, the beaten path, but still I think is good and can be enjoyed by people if they just, like, don't take themselves so seriously and let themselves go a little bit. Um, that's what I'm trying to do is, like, hey, maybe let's think a little bit deeper about things we don't want to think about, um, but... That's what, like, that's what the art museum was. It's like, okay, they, like, these people did it. It's incredible. It's impressive. We just got to work a little bit harder and refine it a little bit more. And, like, I've been watching the Netflix series Quarterback, and you just see how these guys prepare. Um, so I've, I've given myself a schedule. I've given myself um, accountability kind of setups. I've just, like, we're, we're taking it a little bit more seriously. And I, I've taken it seriously, but, like, the prep work of it, of like, okay, I forget who it was, but I listened to a podcast and they were like, writer's block doesn't exist. Like you just write like, and it's, that's kind of something that I've just decided to do. Like, all right, cool. You don't think anything is like groundbreaking or super important that you're thinking. It's just like, just write it all down. There might be something in there. Like I wrote a silly thing about geese the other day and that's the only laugh I got the entire time was talking about geese so it's like all right now we gotta look in this fucking goose thing and see how we make it into a thing and that was just kind of a throwaway so like what you think is a throwaway might be like the best thing ever there there's your life lesson um 
but no, it absolutely, it ruled. It was nice to refresh, to take a week off, to not even think about it. But now it's just like battening down the hatches to like get back to like doing shows where nobody really gives a fuck about what you're talking about, doing three to four minute sets, just trying to build more, uh, more of an act because that was something I just whittled down before my feature weekend, whittled it down from like all of my jokes down to what I've got of just like actual like a material and it's that 20 25 minute kind of mark i would like more um i've got other jokes that are like fine that i'm trying to work in and out but i need to like refine those so it's back to listening to tapes back to writing in the notebook um taking different angles on things and like trying it out a bunch of times and and just going to mics and because it's it's starting to the biggest part about hitting that, like, featuring at an improv benchmark, I just got booked for another feature weekend uh, up at Skyline. Like, once I'm, like, this was, like, the step I was trying to get to for so long. Um, now, obviously, that's not, like, what, like, the end goal was, but it was, like, as, lo- as soon as we get to this, instead of making, like, $150 a weekend or whatever it is, or $200 a weekend, like, you're making double, almost triple that. Um, and that's, you can like economically work around that. And, uh, so I hit it, but like, this is when the work starts and this is when it's like, all right, they're taking you seriously. You need to take it just as seriously, even more seriously. And like trying to do that while also keeping like the fun to it and not like grinding yourself down just to like hit a time mark or like selling your soul to do it. It's just... And there's, like, parts of my act that, like, I wrote five years ago that, like, have nothing to do with what I think about things now. So it's, like, how do I make that into something else? Um, So it's just time. It's very exciting. It's time to do it. Um, Cool. Advertising part. We hit a half hour. Good for us. Um, Just blathering about catching people up on stuff. Hopefully this is entertaining enough. Um... But yeah, got a cool show coming up on Saturday. Um, it's called No Curtains, No Drapes. Uh, it's an idea that I came up with about a year or so ago. Um, I saw a bunch of people at like the job that I worked at would go to improv comedy but hated stand up, and like they said it was like so negative or like they saw like bigger names being transphobic and phobic, 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 and they just like didn't get it. And so I'm doing like a comedy show uh, for people who don't get comedy, like. People are going to go up and do some time, and then I'm going to do a short interview with them. Like, why comedy? Um, why is this your art form? Um, how do you come up with ideas? Like, stuff like that. Um, and open it up to the crowd a little bit. So, like, they can see that there's different forms of styles. It doesn't always have to be, like, attack. It's not all just crowd work of going after people. Like, you can see... Like, there'll be more of an investment in it. So, like, kind of knowing a little bit of a background, the next comedy show that you go to, you might be a little bit more invested in it. Um, So that's the Saturday, July 22nd at the Interchange uh, Theater Co-op thing, Improv Theater. In Milwaukee, it's $10. Um, So I'm super excited about that. That's going to be very fun. 
Um, then, like I said, I've got feature weekend with Zoltan. He's up at Skyline in August. Um, I got another weekend with him in Milwaukee in September, Brad Williams in September. Um, I'm also going to probably be taking the entire month off of uh, my regular work in September just to do all stand-up, to give it the attention it deserves, go into spots I haven't been to in a while, um, go into D.C., um, probably hitting Pittsburgh again. Um, so I'm very excited. Things are getting really cool. Things are starting to add up. Things are starting to, to get moving. Um it's just doing my part of it now. And part of that is doing this stupid podcast uh, because, I don't know, I want to give people more entertainment, um, give them a look inside this stupid brain a little bit. So, um, cool. If you've been here for a while, thank you for doing it. Um, if you're new, go back. There's, like, years of podcasts on there. Like, some of them are going to be problematic because it was a different time. Um, some of them are going to be super fun because, I don't know, it's just stupid, uh, fun, silly shit. And you can see, like, different iterations of this podcast. So, go check it out. Um, whoisrayroberts.com, at whoisrayroberts on everything, especially Venmo or, or, uh, Cash App. You can just send me money. (coughs) I had a bunch of cheese yesterday, so, like, my throat's, like, all fucking scratchy, because I'm taking it super seriously, so the one thing that I have to do is, uh, is hurting, because I wanted to eat cheese, um, but alright, we're gonna turn this stupid fucking video recording that maybe nobody will ever see off, and then we're gonna listen to, um, it's a very fitting song, because this was the song that I came out to all weekend, uh, when I was featuring at the improv and it's very fun because you have to like think of a song to come out to and it's like what do i want to come out to um it's also a fallout boy song so i just saw them uh they didn't play the song because like why would they it's not one of their like super popular ones and they had to play a shortened list so um but this one's of all the gin joints in the world by fallout boy maybe you've heard of them um and i hope you enjoy it